You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello and happy Friday. Yes. I can't believe that we are almost halfway through June already. July. Oh, shit. I always mix up May and March, June and July. I mix them all up all the time. You know what I was thinking about yesterday was I was like, I have made it through March, April, May, and June watching my child and trying to work. I am so proud of you. I don't know how. I mean, yes, I've had help from my mom and my mother-in-law who are both amazing and do such a good job with him, but... I basically get three days of work a week, maybe yeah. two, and still being able to do what I somewhat what I want to do. I just can't wait for him to go back to daycare. I think it's going to be good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus I'm like over here trying to force you to take off days off work. I, know. I just don't get a lot of days to work. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we are talking about confidence today. I think this is quite possibly the number one thing that our clients struggle with. I agree. And I also think that it is something that so many people feel that they can't accomplish. Like they feel like they're not worthy or they feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, they have to look a certain way in order to be confident. And I just disagree with that because you can build confidence. And the title of this is confidence is earned. It's not given. It's not something that you can buy. You you aren't born with confidence, guys. It's something that is developed over years Mm -hmm. and it's usually a product of environment. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So I love this quote um, that we were reading from this article that we will actually link out in our show notes um, because I think it is very true. So oftentimes we have things in our past, in our history that, you know, whether it's our childhood, whether it's a past relationship, whether it is just a stranger that said something to us one day that stuck with us forever that really impacts us. So we need to first understand like, where this lack of confidence is coming from and then prove the outcome and how it will be better if we can get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't think about when they started struggling with confidence. Um, A lot of things that we struggle with today stem from childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whether it was you got made fun of as a kid or, you know, your parents praised you for finishing your plate of food or, you know, not they shamed you for eating certain things mm-hmm. or whatever it might have been. Or maybe there were past relationships that weren't ideal relationships that kind of set up your views of what a relationship was supposed to be like. And it could um, be a relationship that somebody's in right now exactly. that they just take these comments and kind of like the emotional beatings yeah, of absolutely. you know tearing people down and like you can never do anything right and I think you know we all have our moments of frustration and so we say things that we don't mean yep. and sometimes that just sticks in your head and yeah, it absolutely. gets ingrained absolutely and then we start to believe these things we start to believe that is who we are mm-hmm. and that we don't deserve happiness we don't deserve success or we don't deserve to be confident because we aren't deserving yeah and you know Let me tell you first off, if you are a human, a living, breathing human, you deserve whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You don't have requirements to deserve things. You don't have, like Liz was saying, you don't have to look a certain way to deserve confidence. By being human, you deserve to be happy. 
and everything that you could imagine. And you can be, and you can achieve, you know, these feelings no matter what size you are or what weight you are. You know, I remember in college talking with one of my friends and I always looked up to her, you know, she wasn't super skinny. She wasn't super overweight Mm -hmm. either. Um, I would say she was like a a size eight, you know, to me, she was just a perfectly beautiful person. And she was always so confident. And I just remember her telling me like, no matter how I feel, I just have to show up as being confident. And Mm -hmm. if I do that, then I feel better about myself. And so like, I kind of started to think about it as like confidence truly is the sexiest thing that a woman can wear. And I know for some people that sounds weird or it sounds like I'm talking about getting in a bikini and strutting your stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm just talking about the confidence that you have in yourself, that you're showing up for you the way that you need to, that you're prioritizing yourself. Because here's the thing. If you don't prioritize yourself at the end of the day, who is going to? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, it can happen in so many different ways, guys. And we're going to kind of share with you some tips on how to better start developing confidence. But I think before we can even go down that route, we need to ask ourselves these questions. Like, mm-hmm. when did my lack of confidence begin? Where might it be stemming from? And heck, like, maybe you start talking to someone about it. Maybe mm-hmm. you start seeing a therapist. If it's really hindering a lot of your life and your happiness levels, there's nothing wrong with that. I've seen a therapist before. Yeah. I've, I, a lot of my clients see therapists and they are very helpful if you find a good one. Um, you know, and sometimes it's just something you got to talk through because yeah. you have honestly probably avoided facing what might be driving these feelings. Yeah. And so we want to, we want to help start that process, but it might be something that you have to dig a little bit deeper into. Yeah. So a couple of questions that we want you to think about is, are you, are your beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself, like these false narratives, are they being driven by someone else or are they be created by you? So maybe you've gotten like poor feedback from a boss or yep. from, you know, like we said in the beginning, like your childhood or things people have said to you, like, are these stories that are going on being created by you and are you spiraling with them mm-hmm. or are you holding on to some things that have happened in the past and some experiences that you have had? So think through that um, and kind of answer those questions and try to really trace back like where these feelings totally. are coming from. Um, and then I would say is like, what is the belief that you've gained from that experience? So that leads you to this lack of confidence. So once you trace the feelings uh, around confidence back to wherever they're stemming from, you need to identify how you feel about it. Like, are you angry with that person? Were you hurt by that person? Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, start to see yourself like in negative? Yeah. I mean, for, you know, for example, maybe you were in a relationship where, the guy wasn't the greatest and you weren't put first and he, you know, didn't care as much. And it always seemed like you were the one putting all the effort in that can make someone start to believe that they're not very deserving, that like they aren't worth it for someone or that they're not pretty or they're never going to yep. measure up or, you know, like I know not in relationships that I've been in, but other people who have had a significant other who would comment about other women and how they mm-hmm. looked and, obviously that makes you feel inferior. It makes you feel like you're never going to be pretty as her or look as good as her or have a legs like she does or whatever. Right. Not only are we our worst critics, but I think a lot of that stems from hearing what other people say. And it can be even just like friends talking about like guy friends talking about, you know, a beauty of another woman or Mm. what their ideal woman is, things like that. And so it's like really trace that those feelings and then identify how you feel about it. Yeah. And so moving forward, we want to talk about some ways to start earning that confidence. Cause like we said, 
it's not natural guys and for a lot of you it's not going to feel very natural for a while Mm -hmm. but it's putting in the repetition and doing hard things consistently because when you are able to accomplish something when you're able to drink the water that you should be drinking every day for an entire week and accomplish that that starts to build confidence that Mm -hmm. you can do things like honestly I I personally don't love 75 hard. I know Liz has taken part in it a number of times. I think it's a little extreme, but what it does do is it builds discipline and the, you know, you knowing you can do hard things, which is priceless. Yeah. It pushes you for sure. Exactly. And I, so we'll talk about this in another podcast. I like to have these different like seasons of discipline or like push goals. I do agree that 75 hard is pretty extreme. And one thing that I learned from this last time, so I did it when I was pregnant with art and then it was mainly to support him. Let's be honest. Um, But this last time that I did it, I was telling Becca, like I wanted to draw a line in the sand Mm -hmm. on the flip side though, like three weeks into it, when my biofeedback started suffering, like I was just really sore and extremely tired. And I understand that the purpose of that challenge is a mental discipline and like pushing yourself. Right. And you can do hard things. I transparently, like I could have kept going. Yeah. I just wanted to have a glass of wine and went through a really rough time. Um, you know, with some things that happened in our family and losing my aunt and everything that I was like, you know what? Life is too short to continue this misery. Okay. But it does teach you, to stay disciplined, to get up, to do your workouts, mm-hmm. to go outside no matter you know what the weather is like, to read the books, to so basically create non-negotiables. Yes. Okay, so that's the part that I loved about it. And yes, you are proving to yourself that you can do hard things. And that's the biggest part. You have to choose to do those things. And that's what I appreciate about Andy Frisella. And he says, like, this is not a physical transformation challenge. No. This is a mental challenge so that you know you are capable of hard things and you can do what other people cannot. And that is, I think, the number one thing that helps build yeah. confidence is you showing yourself that you can do hard things and following through on them and sticking to them because that's the number two then you get to celebrate the, celebrate those small achievements. Absolutely. And I think this is also really, really important because a lot of people, as we've talked about before in many other episodes, get so focused on the outcome that they forget that to enjoy the process and all mm-hmm. the lessons inside. Like there are millions of lessons inside of perfection. Yeah. And you know, you have to ask yourself questions and you have to be curious. You have to be ever curious about why am I doing these things? Why am I surrounding myself with these people? Why am I following this person who makes me feel inferior? Totally. And in another sense, asking the questions so that you can understand Mm -hmm. why you're doing what you're doing to accomplish what you want. So for example, when Liz and I work with our clients, I want them to ask me the questions. I mean, yes, I try to explain as much as possible to make sure that people understand why I'm asking of them what I'm asking of them to be transparent with them but there's a lot of information out there guys like I had a client that I got on a call with last second yesterday morning because she asked me about going plant-based so I called her and I was like hey I just want to talk you through this because I'm sure and yes she read she watched a documentary on Netflix about it and thought that meat was bad for her and it was going to cause cancer and I I get it. They're super influential. Those documentaries are super influential. They make you feel like a bad person for eating meat. Mm -hmm. And that's what their purpose is because they're driven by plant-based companies. They're driven by farmers and FDA that want to sell corn and soy so that they can keep planting it and make money on it. But anyways, I digress. Anyways, you need to know to be confident. If you do not know why you're eating the way you're eating, why you're tracking your intake, all of those different things, it's harder to stand up to people about it because guess what? 
People are going to question you. They're going to say, why aren't you eating this? Why don't you have a piece of my cake? Why don't you have another drink? And to be able to explain to someone why you are doing what you're doing, to be able to stand up for yourself helps bring confidence. But you can't do that if you don't know why you're standing up for yourself. 100%. And I also think this brings up the point is like you have to be aligned. Like your values and your core beliefs have to be aligned with what you're doing so that you're unwavering. That you're not worried about Sally who did keto and trying to like squirrel and let me do that and hop on that wagon for a while. Like when we take clients through the lifestyle change, they don't want to go back to the misery of the old ways. I mean, yeah, people, I understand they get a little frustrated because we asked them to track, but I'm your nutrition coach. I need to see what you're eating. Like I can't course correct you. Right. And really give you dialed in feedback if we're not tracking, um, not for everyone, but like you don't want to go back to that misery Uh of a fad diet and this yo-yo train. And so you need to be able to explain to others like, Hey, I'm choosing this for me and be confident when you say those things. Right. So one of the best ways, and I know Becca agrees with this to build confidence and do things that you didn't think you could do is through exercise. Oh my gosh. I think this is one of the biggest things that helped me after college. I played sports in college, but I was always kind of like not sure of myself. Like I, you know, I was chubby. I was totally that athletic chubby girl. Um, and when I started lifting weights and doing things, lifting heavier than I ever could imagine possible mm. and seeing the progress I made in the gym, I didn't care about the scale. I didn't care about how much weight I lost. I was like, did you just see how much weight I just lifted? Yeah. Like, that's what I care about. And so that also made me super empowered. Yeah. Like, I can squat more than you. I don't need to tell you why I'm eating what I'm eating. Yeah. Like, well, it was funny because Art came home from the Home Depot the other day and he's like, you know what is awesome is when you can lift the things that you need to in Home Depot and somebody asks you if you need help and you are like, nope, I got it. And I'm like, that's so true. I mean, and, and for women too, especially because people will be like, do you need help with that? I'm like, no, it's 50 pounds. I got it. I know, you know, I know. Um, but it's more so like doing things that you never thought that you could do, whether it's a lift, whether it's running around the block, you know, whatever it is, it's just the feeling, like you said, of being empowered to do things that you never imagined that you would do. Totally. And now I identify as that person. Like Mm -hmm. I identify as a strong female that takes care of my body, that can do hard things. And like, I don't know, I, I find performance goals so much more rewarding than physical goals. Oh, me too. Like, if I'm able to accomplish a tough workout, that's so much more rewarding to me than seeing half a pound loss on the scale. Yes. And it's almost therapeutic when you are in such a hard workout and you just keep pushing through it totally. and you keep telling yourself like, I'm strong, I'm confident, I can do this, I can do hard things, right? And then when you get to the end, you're so happy that the workout is over, <laughs> but also proud of yourself and you're able to say like man I'm a badass I accomplished that like I did that and I pushed through and I didn't give up and I didn't quit on myself and so you know again you don't need to be a crossfitter you don't need to be doing workouts three four hours a day or like I know Becca loves crossfit but I'm just saying you don't need to leave it all on the floor um, and kill yourself right I've dumbed down crossfit right (laughs) I've I've watered down crossfit quite a bit since my competing days because they did a number on my body um And so, yeah, I think that exercise and performance goals are so much more rewarding and build so much more confidence than weight loss goals. And find what makes you happy and what builds this confidence for you, right? Like for some people, it might be spin. For some people, it might be running. Some people might be bar, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, we do like to lift. um, But I think you need to make sure that what you're doing is enjoyable, but also 
pushing yourself, not being stagnant yep. and like, oh, I went to yoga again and didn't go to the next level of the class totally, after three totally. years. And this requires following a program right. for sure. Um, so the next thing is monitoring progress. So I think this is a big one. And I'm not saying the scale. I'm not saying measurements or pictures even. I'm saying, are you tracking how consistent you're being? Are you tra- If your goal this week is to drink water, enough water every day, are you tracking and keeping accountable to that? Because then again, you can have another small achievement to, a, mm-hmm. to celebrate at the end of the week. But if we're never tracking those things... How do you know? How like, do you know? I don't remember what I had for breakfast three hours ago. Totally. Like, let's be honest. Are you going to remember, did I finish all my water last mm-hmm. week? Yesterday, I was tracking at the end of the day. And then I was like, oh, I definitely ate part of the donut my sister brought over and some banana bread that she brought. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. <laughs> and that's like 300 calories. <laughs> and, and I get it. And so like that's too where like monitoring your progress, like staying consistent with things. And the other piece here with this is following through 100. Please do not overcommit and under deliver. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Give yourself some grace. I will be totally honest. I really try hard on our free intro calls to grill the person. Like what, what do you really want? What do you, are you ready to commit to this? Are you, what are your non-negotiables? What are you ready to give up? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that you might not lose weight in the first month? Are you okay with that? Like it is one of my biggest pet peeves when people are like, I'm all in. And then three weeks in, they're like, mm, but I'm going on vacation. And now I just want to lose weight fast. And, and like, guys, I'm sorry. I just, it drives me crazy. And this is one Liz and I talked about on one of our podcasts, like our biggest pet peeves is lack of integrity and laziness. Mm -hmm. Like we want you to just do what you say you're going to do. And if you don't want to do it, don't say you're going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's more of the thing of like, you can't earn confidence if you're constantly not doing what you say you're going to do because you're asking too much of yourself. I think that's the biggest, the first problem is like you are likely telling yourself you're going to stop eating carbs. You're going to stop eating processed foods. You're not going to drink anymore. You're going to get eight hours of sleep a night. You're going to work out seven days a week since you haven't worked out in a month. Why not start with seven days a week? (laughs) Like you are setting yourself up for failure and then you never follow through and then you keep this cycle of never following through and then you never believe you're going to follow through. So even because you you fail yourself, you're already like, well, I'm going to try to do this. Guess what, guys? The word try is basically giving yourself an out. Mm-hmm. You're basically like, I'm going to try. But if I don't do it, it's okay because at least I tried. Well, it's like that one time that I said we we're going to start 75 hard and then I was like making like adjustments to it. Well, it's like, <laughs> okay, that's not the point of the program. And yeah, I did quit three weeks in and part of me felt like a little bit of a failure. And the other part of me was like, wait a second. I also preach a lifestyle and i firmly believe that to my core. So like, does this align with where I'm at right now? And no, in a way it did for a certain amount of time, but like, I wasn't going to kill myself all summer trying to get through this. Right. But at the end of the day, like you, I still committed to following through with things and, when it was hard, I still did that. Like I didn't have cake at Marcus's Mm -hmm. birthday. You best believe after I had my glass of wine the next day I did, (laughs) but like, Pushing myself in different seasons and giving yourself some of these like small goals, like where you do have to push through and following through with it. Not saying like, oh, I'm going to go to Sally's birthday party on Saturday and I'm not planning to drink. And then coming back on Monday saying, oh, yeah, well, I got peer pressured and I actually drank three bottles of wine. Like, okay, you didn't really put up a a fight. There's a large difference. (laughs) You didn't really put up a fight there, right? Like whatever it is you say you're going to do, follow through. So be realistic. Focus on one or two things and show yourself that you can do it. Like you will build momentum 
through success, right? So if I say I'm going to Becca's house and I'm not going to have a donut and I go there and I don't have a donut, I feel good. I'm proud of myself. Yes. And I use that to propel me forward to maybe take the next step, the next baby step forward, right? And yes, you will have times where you step backwards and you do falter and you do cave and that's okay. But we're talking about people who are all in and then completely all out and you've done that 17 times in the past two years like yes that is what we need to reevaluate then we are probably starting too big we need to start smaller and i think the other i'm going to add one in here that we didn't have on our list but asking yourself tomorrow will i be proud of this decision yeah i think it's huge to reflect on things before we've taken action on like am i being the person that i want to be Am I being something that I would be proud of if I told everyone what's going on right now? Would I be proud of it? It's kind of like the web, uh, seminar we did act as if. Yep. Right. If I want to be a fit and healthy person, is that fit and healthy person going through the drive through three times a week yep. and getting a super size me meal? Totally. And not telling anybody about it. Right. Or not tracking yeah. it or like just not like aligning with my goals. Yeah. No. So if I want to be a fit and healthy person, I have to start acting as if that person today. Totally. And that fit and healthy person might have to hit up the drive-thru every now and then, but they're going to make different choices than what I was making with the Whopper and the curly fries. Absolutely. Like maybe you're getting a grilled chicken sandwich and taking top of the the top of the bun off, getting some apples as a side instead of the French fries. Like you guys, even fast food restaurants have good options Mm -hmm. these days. Like relatively good options. and it's not so it's not about being perfect totally. it's about making that progress each and every day and so you have to i love that you brought that up you have to act as if you are already confident and that is i think one of the main reasons liz and i stay in our like in the progress that we've stayed in i'm proud of who i am mm-hmm. like i am super proud of the fact that people identify me as being the girl that oh she's not going to eat that entire cake or like she won't drink that much like No, I won't because it doesn't serve me and that's okay. And maybe some situations, yes, I do enjoy a few more drinks. I do have the cake because I have that balance now. But like people totally identify me as being the healthy girl. And you know what? I don't mind it. I don't mind being the healthy girl because... Why why would you? I mean, I know being in those shoes like... Yes. You, at first, it feels like people are judging you. Mm-hmm. But then you really have to just ask yourself. Like somebody was messaging me the other day. Like how do you handle food that's left in the house that people, you know, like if they brought cake or I cookies or whatever. Right. And so I, I totally uh, would do the same thing. But for this particular person, I was like, well, is it serving your goals? Number one. Number two, how do you feel when you're eating? It? And number three, like, why do you care so much? Even if they found out that you threw it out, like, why do you care so much? No. They probably spent like three ninety nine on the tray of sugar cookies at Jewel. And <gasps> you're going to eat them because you feel bad. And then they're not even going to know that you ate them. And like, then you're just going to feel worse. Like, I know. Do things for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are the person that makes the decisions. Yep. No one else makes the decisions yep. for you. And so with that, we want to wrap up here with doing things that make you happy. And also align with your goals. Yep. And we would say start here first. So if your goal is to lose weight and certain things that make you happy are like going for a walk with your kids outside or playing in the yard or trying a new recipe or yep. something, find those things and do more of that. Yep. If you hate the taste of broccoli, but you think it's necessary for reaching your goals, <laughs> it isn't guys. Don't okay. Eat it. If you hate doing heavy weight training, but you think you have to. 
don't do it. Like that isn't going to allow you to be consistent because eventually you're going to hate it so much that you're going to rebel in the opposite direction. And so you need to find what works for you because that is what is going to allow you to be consistent. That is what is going to allow it to turn into a lifestyle. And that is what is going to allow you to sustain the goals that you create and get to. Like otherwise, guys, I'm sorry, but it's not going to last. Like that's why extreme diets never freaking work long term because no one can give up carbs for the rest of their life (laughs) unless they are literally clinically insane. Okay. And I really don't know anyone who enjoys chicken, white rice and broccoli for every single meal. No. Or egg whites and fish. Unless you've become so deranged and delusional that like you are in this like brainwashed state that you think you enjoy it. No, guys, you don't. You have to eat it every single meal. I used to be that person. Yeah. I used to be that person. I used to not even eat dinner with Nick. I used to make him something else to eat. And I would eat my ground beef or ground turkey and be- green beans and rice. And you probably told yourself in that moment that it was good. I was okay with it. And you were okay with it. I was it. okay with right. it. Yep. And, and here's the thing, though. Let's recognize in that season you were in, you were okay with it. I and was. it was okay. It was, right? an, it was an end to a goal of being the best athlete that I could be. Yes. And you did amazing and that was your yep. season. Now your season is totally different, right? Now my season is, what did we eat last night? Ooh, we had a really good shrimp Caesar salad. It had croutons on it. It had Parmesan cheese on it. It had avocado on it. You didn't it had, have pizza? <laughs> no. Nick wants to have pizza Thursday night, which we won't. But um, So you guys, I just have to say, I love her husband. And I also love he messages her when she's writing out her meal plans. And he just literally asks. Three times in a row last week. So no pizza? No pizza. What Wait. about the pizza? So what night is pizza night? What night is pizza night, though? <laughs> like, I love my husband. He loves pizza. We had pizza Saturday night at my sister's house for our Father's Day gift no, like it. It's just because like, he likes to tease he you. He loves teasing me. And he, he feels guilty about it, okay? I'm telling you. That's why he doesn't do it more often, because he thinks I judge him, which I don't. I told him. I'm like, you love pizza. Eat the freaking pizza. I'll order something else. <laughs> remember when we were out of town? I don't remember where we were, but you were like, Nick just spent 50 $55 on pizza and wings. <laughs> because he gets a large pizza. Yes. Oh, and Art wings totally does. From Aurelio's, it's like $60. Okay, Art like waits for me to go out of town and then goes and gets home run in pizza <laughs> and like loves it. And then it's expensive, but I'm like, whatever. I know. It's it a lot better than doing other things. So, it's all right. Fun. That's Friday Fire for you guys. We could be here all day <laughs> talking about the crazy things that our husbands do, but oh um, we will just leave you with those tips. And we hope that this helps you because we know so many of you struggle with building confidence. And we just want to remind you that. You can do hard things and you deserve to be healthy, happy, and confident. Have a great day. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, and tag us at lsn.coach. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.